It's Inauguration Day, January 20th, 2017. Donald J. Trump has swept into office after a campaign wrought with controversy. Millions of weak and disloyal Americans are now fleeing to Canada, causing a migrant crisis this continent has never seen. Soon we will implement martial law in order to drive out the Mexican vermin that have invaded our great nation and made it weak. Women will return to their rightful place in the kitchen. All white men will have a high-paying job, and the natural order of the world will be restored. We will make America great again. Trump, 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 How did we end up here, you'll ask? Is it because of Trump's overwhelming charisma? Is it because of the underlying racism of the society we live in? Did he kill off his competition, like Vladimir Putin? Nope. It's your fault. Your virtue signaling and your outrage culture and your hyper-focus on Trump himself caused this. Here on the Kyle Style Podcast, I'm going to explain it and chastise you at the same time. Now, if you happen to be aware of some of the regressive left and all this other stuff, this outrage, outrage culture and everything else, then I'm not really talking to you. I'm talking to the people who are still confused by it. How is he doing this? Why is it? Why is this happening? Okay, let me explain it. Outrage culture created the media environment which makes Trump get amplified. It amplifies his signal because he says a few inappropriate words or says them in a not correct way, and it becomes somehow newsworthy. Okay. It has nothing to do with his platform, what his policies might be. It's purely, uh, it's purely hijacking the news cycle. Okay, and even Bill Maher was saying about liberal culture, uh, Donald Trump is largely largely a result of a backlash to political correctness. Okay, if if any speech or any statement becomes a minefield of potential uh, pitfalls, like if you say the wrong word, if you say the, the wrong thing, the wrong way, if the not most current uh, pronouns for some people or some group, then you can all of a sudden get you get this backlash, right? You get this label, right? He's a racist, he's a sexist, he's a homophobe, whatever. Okay. Here's the thing. This environment has been pretty present for, I don't know, I'm going to say at least 10 years or more, right? Trump knows, and maybe his, like, PR people, know that he's doing it and they take pride in it trump will say you know i'll say whatever i want and it just makes him more popular and that brings us to the overton window kyle what the hell is the overton window well i'll explain it so the overton window also known as the window of discourse is the range of ideas the public will accept it's uh, often used by media pundits and media analysts okay I'll give you an example. In this election, the Overton window has 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 been stretched a little bit because of Trump, but think about the range of discourse that's actually happening here. You have on the one hand, you have uh in in regards to immigration, you have amnesty for all Mexican and Central American immigrants or expulsion of all Mexican and Central American immigrants and we build a wall 
okay? That's the dichotomy. That's the conversation. It's one or the other, right? Not, uh, no one's even offering uh, to, to say genocide. Let's just genocide all of them, okay? So, so genociding the, uh, you know, qu qual uh, the illegal immigrants that are here, uh, undocumented migrants, if, if you want to call them that, uh, genociding them is not part of the conversation, okay? So in, in, in both extreme cases, neither case is actually that extreme, right? Okay. So so we, the Overton window in this election uh, becomes, you know, amnesty for all or a pathway to citizenship or expulsion and build a wall. Amnesty for all versus expulsion and a wall, okay? Trump will push this conversation to the very edge of the Overton window because it's provocative to do so. Because people go, oh, he did not just say that. I can't even believe it. Yeah, he did just say it. Does he mean it? Is that what his policy is going to be? No. But what he's doing is my next point, which is he's poisoning well, not just him. You're doing it too. Which is why this is your fault. You've been hypersensitive for so long that everything causes you to be outraged, and now your outrage culture has been hijacked by people who are using it against you. Okay? You pay so much attention to Trump. I look at it on Facebook. It's constantly Trump said this, and Trump did that, and Trump's penis size, and his hand size, and all this other nonsense. Okay? I doubt anybody even has, and maybe he doesn't even know, uh, has any idea about what his actual policy is, who, who his cabinet might be, who his running mate might be. Nobody knows any of this stuff. All they know is they're hyper-focused on Trump on both sides, Dems and Republicans, okay? And according to Google Trends, Trump is the most searched candidate. Blanket. There's not even a real regional breakdown. It's just completely Trump, okay? Uh an article from uh, CNN Money was just t was titled, you know, uh, how this discourse, political discourse, suffers when Trump gets 23 times as much coverage as Bernie Sanders, the, the kind of the people's favorite. Trump has accounted for 27% of all campaign coverage this year, and this was at the end of 2015. I don't even know what the numbers are. I couldn't necessarily find specific numbers from the last, you know, couple months. Basically, there's only so much attention span and there's only so much time in the daily news cycle, okay? Facebook is flooded with nothing but Trump. I bet there is there are a lot of people who probably couldn't even name the other Republican candidates, right? They can't name uh, Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or until eh, the other day, uh, Ben Carson. Okay? They, they don't know these other names. All they know is Trump. Okay? And this is not, again, because of uh, you know, his revolutionary ideas uh, and his actionable policies that he's garnering all this support. It's because he's pushing people's buttons. And everybody who keeps sharing these Facebook stories and promoting the, the, the anti-Trump nonsense, the I'm moving to Canada if he wins, okay, look, I don't support Trump. If one president comes into office and that's going to make you want to leave the country, fine, go. If they'll have you, leave. 
You know, we don't we, we don't give up on uh, on our democracy because of one president. Okay, so just shut the fuck up with your hyperbole. It, it's embarrassing. Okay, and people all over the world are seeing this. You know, and it's just it's just sad and pathetic. Okay, yeah, I'm like Donald Trump is literally Hitler. Okay, it's it's pathetic. Okay. He's a demagogue, sure. He's an attention whore, sure. He's a megalomaniac, sure. I don't even actually understand what his policies are going to be because I I think he hasn't actually given real clear answers yet, okay? But that doesn't mean that he's actually going to get elected. It doesn't mean that he's actually going to be able to enact anything. All it means is that on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, the news is just poisoned with nothing but Trump. Okay. Meanwhile, Bernie Sanders could even Hillary Clinton. I doubt it because I I think that she's a reptilian. I'm I'm almost convinced that she's a reptilian in a human body. But uh, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders could be laying out a, a five point plan that is spot on and is perfect, and people would agree with it. But you would never hear about it because all you're hearing about is Donald Trump's stupid haircut and now his dick size and. Uh, you know, uh, I think we need to see it too. We need, like, we need to see pictures because I had heard that Donald Trump was actually born a woman. So I think we need the photographs of his hog in order to determine whether or not he's, you know, wh- what he's packing. Because we can't vote for a candidate who has a small dick. I mean, this is America after all. So I'm calling it, I'm calling it penis gate, or um, maybe that makes me a peniser. You know, like a birther, like a peniser. I, 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 we need to see it. The world needs to know. And so then Vladimir Putin can back off on the Syria situation and be like, oh, damn, you know, Trump's packing packing heat over there, you know. <laughs> All right, I was trying to make a point. Okay, here's the point. Uh, the, the outrage culture of... <gasps> Trump said he's going to kick out all the Mexicans. He's literally Hitler. Oh, it's so scary. Oh, I'm going to go to Canada. Oh, everything he says is so bad. He can't possibly say anything bad. And all of his followers are also all terrible racists. And oh, what a terrible country. Oh, just just stop it. Okay, just stop it. All of the hype about how bad Trump is drowns out how good any other candidate might be. This is hurting the Republicans, it's hurting the Democrats, but it's not even Trump's fault. It's not his fault. It's your fault. Like I said, you're the ones who keep getting upset about every little thing that he says that is mildly insensitive or even, I would say, out of touch. You know, when you add the before things like, oh, I'm, I'm big with the gays. Like, oh, the blacks love me. You add the the at the front, all of a sudden it seems out of touch and it seems, you know, archaic and it seems racist because it comes from a previous era. Guess what? He doesn't care. You know, he, he really doesn't care uh, whether you critique him on his specific use of language or not. But the hyper-emotionality and the hyper-focus and the outrage culture that's been prevalent for so long now just takes the ball and runs with it. He, just, he didn't even have to actually say anything that bad. Everybody's just looking for something, pecking through and looking and trying to find something to be upset about. And then you share it on your Tumblrs and on your Facebooks and your Twitters. And then you there's there's memes getting made of Donald Trump and people you know drawing his picture and exaggerating his goofy haircut and you know talking about his daughter and all this other stuff. Okay, there's a creepy picture with him and his daughter. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little creepy, but. Who cares, right? No one, I don't care. No one cares. Uh, well, they do. That's the problem, right? 
just undermined myself. God damn it. See, you got people, you, you people got me all confused, okay? People do care. They shouldn't really about these little specific things, but they do. And, you know, we're, we're doomed because of it, okay? Trump will surf into the Republican nomination, okay? Due to the information vacuum that he has been able to create in the media and in the public imagination, ask yourself, what do you really know about the other candidates? Specifically the Republican ones, but don't, uh, but think about the Democrats too. If don't, If Trump is just gobbling up, you know, 27% of all the campaign coverage, that just is detracting from other candidates who may be more or less legitimate. Right? Some of them might be crazy, a little weird, a little wacky. And the Republicans have been have been trying their hardest. They've just been throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. Well, guess what? Trump stuck. And the reason Trump stuck isn't because he has policies. It's because you people keep being upset over everything he says, and you retweet him, and you reblog him, and you re-Facebook share him 500,000 times, and it drowns out anything you might be paying attention to about, oh, I don't know, potentially Hillary Clinton's indictment by the FBI because of her uh, email server, you know, that she maybe deleted emails off of. We just, we just don't know, right? And the news cycle's just getting drowned out with Trump's a racist and he's literally Hitler, right? You need to stop it. Okay, you need to stop it, and you need to start looking at facts. And stop with your virtue signaling, too, okay? I brought that up. Okay, what's virtue signaling, Kyle? Well, virtue signaling is when you go, did you hear that Donald Trump is a crazy racist? He's literally Hitler. He wants to take, he wants to round all the Mexicans up and put them in concentration camps and then kick them out of America. And you go, well, that is pretty crazy. I, you know, I'm a reasonable person, so I think, eh, I don't know if he actually said that, but, you know, that does sound pretty extreme. He specifically said Mexicans? Like, yeah, he hates Mexicans. He's just a terrible racist. Virtue signaling. They're saying, I'm a good person because I'm not racist. And now if I don't double down and, and get on the level with you and say, well, yeah, that is terrible. I'm not a racist either. I have to virtue signal back to you. Right. And if I don't, then you can then be like, oh, you must be racist. You didn't say that that was the worst thing you've ever heard. So maybe you don't like Mexicans either. Oh, no. Kyle's a crazy racist. I, th I think he has a he has a, a swastika flag in his closet at home. Oh, my God. I, he, he showed no sympathy about that Donald Trump stuff with the Mexicans. I think he hates Mexicans. No. No, I don't. I just don't buy your, you know, media sensationalist nonsense and your virtue signaling. Um, when the if the roundup began, look, I'd I'd help hide them in my house, like in Germany in in the you know 1930s. I'd I'd help the Mexicans out if it was actually Donald Trump police state 2017, and it, it, he was rounding these people up. But that's not what's happening. That's not what's going to happen. As far as I can tell, he's, he's, he's been insensitive about accusing them of being rapists and murderers. Well, a lot of, there was a lot of MS-13 you know, uh, gang members that came up from Central America, and they've been doing some pretty wicked stuff. Is that all of them? Of course it isn't. But some of them are, and we have no idea who they are or what they've done or whether they should be here or not, whether they're a threat to our citizens, because we have a porous border and they just keep flooding in. The solution, I don't necessarily think, is to build a wall, but 
That's the proposed solution, okay? <sighs> Build a wall, amnesty for all. It's these extremes, and it all fits in the Overton window. The really terrible ideas aren't really being discussed, and the really great ideas aren't really being discussed, because Bernie Sanders is a crazy socialist who's going to destroy America, and then on the other hand, you've got Donald Trump, who is a... Uh, a megalomaniac and an attention whore and a populist he's he's just popular right he says stuff and he's saying stuff that people want to hear he's saying refreshingly obtuse and insulting and offensive things and for everybody who's else who's tired of the outrage culture that's what you're looking for it's it's refreshing for a change would that make him a good president? No. Does it make him an amazing media personality? Absolutely. It's just the right time for it. <sighs> Another thought I had, of course, was Donald, when, when, when Hillary Clinton has massive financial backing, when she finally edges out Bernie Sanders because of voter fraud or, you know, intimidation or however Hillary Clinton wins, um, it, it, Donald Trump should appoint Bernie Sanders as his running mate. <laughs> it would be the PR event of the new millennium. Well, that's a little grandiose. At least for the new for the for the next decade, there would be very little like it. Everybody would collectively shit themselves. Republicans, Democrats, Bernie Sanders wouldn't know what to do. He would just be so befuddled by the offer that he would probably say yes, and then then they could work it out. And then him and Trump could publicize or televise their conversations about what their platform is going to be. And we could all learn something about Donald Trump and Sanders and the political process and uh, economics and everything else. And then when they get into office, both parties would absolutely hate them, and nothing would get done because both parties would be obstructionist. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I'm I'm basically out of spit at this point. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this though, okay? Everybody needs to calm down with whatever Trump is saying, okay? Just stop it. Uh, just stop paying attention to him, and he'll go away. Don't feed the trolls. He's basically a giant televised troll, and you're feeding him, and you're making him more powerful, right? So just stop doing that, and then he will lose his power, right? And then the real discourse can begin because everybody will actually be paying attention to what matters. Okay? Okay. <sighs> but yeah, even if Trump wins, he's already pissed off the Republican Party a lot. So even if he got into office, there's no guarantee that he's actually going to be able to impass anything or enact anything because the Republicans are, know that he's a wild card. They're not really necessarily going to have it. They're not necessarily going to be putting up with it. Uh, anything that's too crazy, that's sort of, again, like outside that Overton window of acceptable politics, they're not going to allow it. They're not going to do it. They, they'll, they'll be obstructionist to Trump, even though he maybe would be a Republican. Right? <sighs> All right, rant over. When Trump wins the White House, it's going to be you guys' fault, not mine, and I wash my hands. I, I wash my hands clean, and uh, I put the ball in your collective court to start acting like grown-ups and start acting like uh, actual uh, practitioners of democracy. If you enjoyed getting yelled at, scolded, and chastised by me, Kyle, 
uh, tune in again to the next episode of the Kyle Style Podcast, and I will maybe do it again, maybe not. I gotta keep you guessing, you know? Anyways, uh, check me out on, uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Go to the GoFundMe page, throw me a few dollars. Uh, get out there and start going to your, uh, going, you know, start voting, start reading real political news, uh, ignore everything Trump says, pay attention to the more legitimate candidates, stop being irrationally outraged by the tiniest of things, and, uh, of course, listen to more Kyle Style podcasts and share this podcast around so that we can start breaking the spell of all this nonsense, because, seriously, you you guys are about to elect Hitler Jr., okay? You, you are going to allow Hitler Jr. to be elected, and, and I, I can't just stand by and let that happen, because, you know, I love America, right? So let's make America great again, and that doesn't mean Trump in office. That means you people clean the shit out of your ears and start paying attention to what really matters. <laughs> God, I wasn't done after all. Uh, all right. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, I'm on Twitter, at, it's uh, at K-Style Podcast, and check out my blog, uh, GoFundMe page, throw me money, and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.